Welcome to Time in the Word. Isaiah 45 and 22 states, Look to me and be saved, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. As so much is happening all around the world, it is easy to lose focus on what's ahead. Today, I would like to spend the next few minutes speaking from the topic, Let the Shepherds Arise, Part 1, from our Look to Me and Live series. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. In the 14th chapter of Matthew, Jesus directs his disciples to enter into a boat and meet him on the other side. At some point during the journey, the disciples were having issues getting to the place of meeting. I want to put a pause right here because sometimes in life, not all journeys are journeys of ease. Oftentimes, we find complications on our way to where we're going. Life will blow contradictory winds. People systems, and situations that might suggest to you and I that we are on the wrong path. What starts off as a clear day can suddenly turn into somewhat of a disaster if our faith isn't in the right place. God knows the path that you take, Job 23 and 10. Psalms 139 and 2, Thou knowest my down city and my uprising. Thou understand my thoughts afar off. Psalms 139 verse 10, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. He knows you and he knows how to get to you. Trust me, God knows where you are. He knows you are having issues getting to the place where he sent you. So now the shepherd in him got up. He didn't need a boat. I'm pretty sure he could have gotten a boat or even created one, but he always demonstrates and reveals who he is and the authority that he has. Christ is constantly teaching, instructing, and stretching the dimensions of our faith. We now find Christ walking on the water toward the disciples. Now these disciples are already frightened and become more anxious seeing what seems to be a ghost walking towards them. Every now and then, the shepherd in you and I has to arise because one of your little ones are in trouble. We don't sit idly by while our children are in disarray and in need of help. Luke 15 and 4 and Matthew 18 and 12 says, What man of you have any hundred sheep if he has lost one of them does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. It is time for the shepherds to arise. It is time for us to begin to get up because someone is missing. We need to get up because someone is hurting. We have to get up because someone needs clothing. We had to get up because someone needs food. We cannot sit down knowing that individuals are in need of the help and rescue that we have an answer to that Christ has given us. As the shepherd of shepherds walked toward the water, he first spoke to the fears of his disciples on the boat. Peter immediately recognized the presence of Christ and said, if it be you, bid me to come upon the waters. Bid me to walk on the waters. And it was so. Do you know that you and I can walk where Jesus walked? 
Do you know that we can walk the path that Jesus Christ enabled us to walk? When you and I walk the path that Christ has enabled us to walk, know that there are things that are going to be happening all around us. There will be chaos all around us. There will be unbelief all around us. There will be amazements all around us. There will be times of boisterous winds all around us. But there's more stability in what you see when you look at Christ than what's under your feet. Let me say that again. There's more stability in what you see when your eyes are on Christ than what's under your feet. The beauty of this text is understanding that everything that is happening while Peter is on his way to Christ, it is happening, it is happening around him. Let me say that again. It is happening all around them. The chaos, the contradictory winds, the amazement, the fears that are in the boat, even the fears that he might even have walking toward Christ. And they are actually all happening around him, but they're not happening to him. When we allow the things around us, the chaos, the fears, the noise, the disturbance, when we allow those things to become more of a focal point than Christ that is centered in front of us, then we begin to rob our peace. Then the noise begins to rob our peace. It not only robs our peace, but it also robs our foundation. We begin to sink. We begin to sink in thought. We begin to sink in fear of what's happening because of the chaos and the amazements and the fears that are going on around us. So when we take our eyes off of Christ, our peace is robbed and our foundation is robbed. But you and I must understand that there is more stability in what you and I see when we keep our eyes focused on Christ than what's under our feet. Because waters are unstable. They represent the world, the place that we are, the things that's going on around us is so unstable. But while we're looking and we're focused on Christ, he is the more stable foundation that we can ever have that does not shake. It doesn't matter what was happening on those waters and waves. He stood still. And it was Peter that sank. And it was Jesus that lifted his hand to rescue him. So he is there for you and he is there for me. He is there for us to deliver us when we begin to lose our focus. When we can no longer remain focused because of what's happening around us. Remember, Christ went ahead of them. And he's always preparing something on the other side for us to get to. And when a situation arises, he always meets us where we need to be met, where the need is the greatest. He will not leave or forsake us. And for many of us, pastors, shepherds, it's time for us to meet people where they are. It's time to meet individuals at the point of their need, not waiting for individuals, but to go out. Sometimes we got to go out a little deeper than we need to. But 
it's time for us to arise. Let the true shepherds arise and meet the needs of those who might be caught in life storms. And gracious Father, we praise you and we thank you and we glorify you for your word. We thank you that you are the director and chief of our life. You are the alpha and you are the omega. We thank you, dear God, for rising up in this day and time to be able to help individuals that are in need, no matter where they are, no matter what their disposition is, for us, against us, or whatever. Dear God, we thank you for reaching out to people who are hurting and people who don't understand. And I thank you, dear God, for the healing process that you're bringing through this encounter. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day.